I do think I'm always an advocate of people owning homes and being homeowners and I th- and helping, you know, like Habitat does. I think you have a great program. And I think finding ways to provide people yeah. and, and oftentimes underprivileged people housing is a great is, is a great uh, means. And, and we need to continue that and support that as, as okay. any way we can. Howdy. You're listening to the Think Brasses podcast. We host conversations with locals, politicians, and policy experts to help families thrive in Brazos County, Texas. So when you're thinking about how to make your community better, just remember, think local, think Brazos. All right, this is John Harvey Slocum. He is running for the 12th, uh, I'm always going to mess this up, 12th District, Texas State House of Representatives. So uh, I got through. That's correct. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you so much for coming on our podcast and talking to us today. Appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Glad to be here. So the first question I kind of wanted to get into is, uh, how did you get pulled into this in the first? Place? You know, it, it, I, I wish I could say I was pulled in, but it's by choice. Uh, oh, really? I grew up. I grew up here in District Twelve. My wife and I both did. Uh, I was born and raised here. She moved here at a young age, and we both graduated from from College Station, from A and M Consolidated High School. Okay. Uh, we both went to Texas A and M, proud Aggies, and and uh, we got we got the opportunity to move away for a little bit. And we lived in Katy for a few years, and then okay. out in Midland, I'm an oil and gas guy, so we were doing our stint in Midland like most oil and gas guys do. And 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 we had then we had the opportunity a few years ago. I actually had some health issues. I fell over dead for 13 minutes on a golf course. What? Survived that, but it certainly kind of changed my outlook on life and and, and certainly changed my heart to more of a servant's role and and to be purpose-driven and and making a difference. And when we moved back here because of that, and it's been great being home, I think we live in the the greatest place in the state of Texas and and, and for the United States. if you ask me, I'm probably biased on that because it is home, but I think we're in a unique area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're geographically located between three yeah. of the biggest cities, you know, four of the biggest cities in the United States. Uh, I think it's a unique spot for, we still hang on to a bunch of conservative values, which we need to protect. But but because of those things, I think it's a very unique and special area. And, and I'm, I'm honored to have the opportunity to represent this area and excited about it and, and looking forward to the challenge. Well, you've probably heard this question uh, a bunch of times already going around your campaign stops, but uh, there's something like a thousand people a day moving to Texas. I'm not sure how much that slowed down or not, but it's a lot. Um, That brings a lot of growth, a lot of different impacts. Um, I've asked all the candidates running for the position you are. um, Do you feel like that growth, that immigration as it were, is a good thing or a bad thing? Or what's your, you know, I I would say a little of both. I think, I think the legal immigration, uh, is, is good. The people moving from other States, taxpayers and and business owners moving here Mm -hmm. obviously helps our economy. I think we have to put an immediate stop to the illegal immigration here because I don't think anyone, uh, can, or any, subsidies in our communities can can continue to let that happen i think it affects every texan hmm. uh whether direct or indirectly financially and so we need to we need to stop that for sure but i think the growth for the legal growth can be something we can capitalize on and be i think change is going to happen 
I think you're either growing or shrinking, so we ought to take the opportunity to make sure we're moving forward. And doing that in the correct way, I think, is a big, big responsibility of, of this job we're running for. Make sure we serve uh, sure. the people in District 12 and manage that growth, help them, help the cities and communities manage that growth yeah. in a positive way. For the record, um, I should have clarified that. What I was talking about is the legal immigration. Right. Yeah, so for sure. From other states for sure. And that, but no. No, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's not even the thousand is not even counting what's what's happening right. at our border. But no, good points. Um, going forward from that, you have a um, I don't think it's a largely rural county. Maybe it's right. or not county district. Uh, maybe it's split quite a bit. But there's a lot of rural um, areas of the uh, district. You've um, do you have any? Um, I guess, uh, did you grow up on a farm or anything like I, that? You said you're from the district. So I'm from the district. I was actually, I lived in the city limits okay. of College Station growing up, but my wife's family, she is the, she's the daughter of a, of a lifelong farmer and rancher. Wow. He was a cotton farmer in the valley when she was young, and they moved to this area when she was in the fifth grade, so, you know, mm -hmm. late 80s. And uh, her family is a ranching family since then. They had a cow-calf operation. Her father was in, a, a, a big rancher and also a big... A real estate broker who sold ranch real estate. So he's yeah. been in that. My family, some country people, you know, one, my dad came to A&M uh, to coach in 1972, I think. But prior to that, his family, he is from a country kind of okay. family down southeast Texas, Orange, Texas area, and, and then uh, southwest Louisiana, he has a bunch of family. So, so we've, we've been country people and ranching is the way of our life. Today, we own a ranch in Milam County. Uh, just across the Robertson County line, and, okay. and so we, we are we are involved in, in agriculture and ranching yeah. right now. So yeah, so it's certainly a part of our life. Okay, um, kind of going back to the the general idea of growth in the state, and you kind of alluded to it that there are some um, aspects of it that maybe you got to manage. What do you feel is the state's role in? managing some of the the growth um, so i think right i think first and foremost we need to play a key role to make sure that our power grid is is successful uh you know after the winter storm year a few years ago we obviously had a big scare mm -hmm. uh, and big issues with that storm i think that that our state has made good improvements to the grid but like you said there's there's a lot of people moving here very, very rapidly. So we need to make sure that we stay ahead of that challenge and make sure that the infrastructure and the power grid uh, is supported and the, and the growth of our state is supported from that way. And then I think we we elect good people in local areas. Uh, I think our city governments in this district have, have more than qualified people elected to run them. And I think we need to support them without getting in their way. I think the local people, I think the local governments in District 12 have great people elected to those governments. And we need to make sure we support them as they need us, but make sure we don't get involved in the day-to-day -to -day too much and, and mm -hmm. get in the way. You know, I think people in the local communities and the city governments probably know best. So yeah. I think, you know, we can we can provide the outline, but make sure that they get to manage that. Yeah. I hope say. I'm not, not putting you on the spot here, but... Um, one thing that the state has been doing for a lot of years in housing right. is um, 
there's a program, there's a number of programs that affect um, what we would call workforce housing, affordable housing. Um, One of them is uh, Texas Department of Housing uh, manages the bootstrap loan program. It's an idea that um, it kind of matches what uh, Habitat for Humanity and other nonprofits who build housing are doing in their own communities to try and amplify the number of homes being built. Right. Uh, that's one that we have advocated for for a lot of years. Just as an example, um, do you see any value in those types of uh, programs? I know there's not a lot for you to go on. Right. Yeah, and I, I'm probably not well versed on that, you know, as well as I should be and, and will be moving forward. But I do think I'm always an advocate of people owning homes and being home owners, and I th- and helping you know, like Habitat does. I think you have a great program, and I think finding ways to provide people. Yeah. And, and oftentimes, underprivileged people, housing is a great is is a great uh, means, and, and we need to continue that and support that as, as okay. any way we can. What would you say are the I don't know top three um, campaign planks of your right. platform? Well, certainly, you know, being here in Texas, the border that has sure. to be number one to everybody. I think we've talked about it long enough. I commend the governor on what he's done recently. Uh, to finally stand up to the federal government and the Biden administration. But I think no matter what, we need to put an end to that. We need that, that whether we do it as a state or somehow surprisingly convince the federal government to support us, uh, we need to get that done. Uh, the next thing, you know, I know property taxes in Texas. We, we made a, another good step towards that. I think, uh, Sorry, can you think, say that again? Uh, what's your What's your stance on property taxes? Yeah, so pro- we need to we need to continue to lower okay. property taxes, you know, and fight. I thought that. you said eliminate. Oh no, no, no. well, no, and well, it would be great to eliminate that, but I think we're a long way okay. from that. You know, we, yeah. that that causes we you know we got to generate revenue from somewhere, and I think that's a that's a lot bigger bigger conversation. But I do think with the surplus we have in the economy in Texas, we do have means and tools to lower those and continue to lower those and have long-term property tax relief. So we need to certainly fight that. And then what the governor's pushing with the kids' education, I think I think that is a, a growing conversation and a big topic and our, our, will be a huge topic of the next legislative session. Okay. Um, I am a proponent of parents having a choice in their kids' education, okay. but we need to make sure we protect. We also have a responsibility to provide good public education. Yeah. And so to provide that choice um, and, and, and we need to make sure that the kids don't suffer in that. And we do take, take care of our local school districts and public school districts. Okay. So. Okay. Um, oh man, I just lost the uh, <laughs> question that, that I had, but let's, um, let's move on to another, another topic. Um, I was interested to hear how you, without, you know, on this podcast, we really try to make sure we're not, um, you know, allowing for, you know, very political language to, to be used, but at the same time, we want to hear the differences between the candidates. Right. Um, so in a nicer way, how would you uh, differentiate yourself from, from your Republican uh, opponent? So I think District 12 is very blessed. They have three, three good candidates running. I think three qualified candidates. Um, I like both of the guys I'm running against, respect them in their own ways. But I, I am a difference. I, you know, I, I am lucky. I was blessed to be the son of a football coach mm-hmm. who taught me hard work and, and, and how to build teams. And I've done that. I've been blessed because of my father and, and who he is. 
to create relationships around the state of Texas. Uh, in my business uh, as well, I've had the opportunity to spend quite a bit of time in Austin uh, building relationships in the lobby with the oil and gas business. And so I think I start off with, with great relationships there and the ability to be able to build teams and get people, you know, without compromising what I stand for, to be able to bring people to my side. And I think that's what we need. We need, we need one, somebody that can build teams in our communities. We need steering and leadership uh, groups in each one of these counties in the district that you stay close to. And I'm committed to doing that as a District 12 rep okay. to make sure I'm very close and very tied in to the leaders in the community to be able to reflect what, they're, what they want and what our community wants, what constituents want mm -hmm. as a representative. And two, to be able to build teams to bring them to be successful in Austin once we're there and fighting for a cause for these districts okay. or for our district. So I think what you were saying is, is having a, a pretty, um, I guess standardized isn't the right word, but a pretty formal uh, number of groups of people throughout yeah, the district. For sure. I will have a large steering committee in each okay. one, represented in each one of these communities and, and counties and, wow. and make sure that I am, I am very tied into those communities. My, my best tool, I believe, is to be able to connect people yeah. and build groups. And I think if you, if you do that at a local level for who I represent and, and can take that to a state level for what I need and how to get things done, okay. that that's the way that a state rep in this position will be successful and I'm, I'm committed to do that for sure okay um well is there anything that we missed anything like that yeah, we just breeze through those questions just excited about being here thank you guys for the yeah. opportunity um i am blessed to be in this you know to have the opportunity to run and represent district 12 and very excited about it i think that we are like i said earlier in a great position to flourish economically and, and, and have our community continue to be, you know, the best place there is on earth. So, Very so cool. I, I appreciate that. And thank you for letting me spend time with you trying yeah. to, trying to share that view. Yeah. Well, this has been, um, yeah, we really appreciate it, Mr. Slocum. Thank you so much yeah, for coming thank on you. our podcast. Appreciate Again, this that. has been John Harvey Slocum, who is running for district 12 state house of representatives yeah thank i need you. your vote march 5th make sure make sure you get out and vote love your support so thank you guys yeah thank you the think brass's podcast is brought to you by bryan college station habitat for humanity our mission is a community where everyone can afford a home they're proud of habitat is a 501c3 charitable organization so we do not make political endorsements if you'd like to support our work in the community you can make a tax deductible donation online at habitatbcs.org. The Think Brasses podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on our website at thinkbrasses.org. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you'd prefer to watch videos of our conversations. Thanks for listening, and just remember, think local, think Brasses. Think Brasses.